It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Tuesday, episode 916 of Coach Unplugged. I'm super excited. Today is part one of two parts. I'm talking to Coach Montz. Um, He was the assistant coach at Colby, recruited my son, um super excited great guy and i and uh some some great golden nuggets that we're going to talk about today and tomorrow before we do that i want to big give a big shout out to our two sponsors first of all uh dr dish the number one shooting shooting machine on the market i can't talk today you know they got the home version in which you don't get the 350 dollars discount but they'll take good care of you if you mention me they got the rebel plus you got the all-star plus you got the rebel and the all-star which is the older versions but get the pluses um, I'll, I'll explain why later in the week. And then you got the CT version. It's awesome. Go over and check it out. Mention Coach Unplugged. It's a great time to buy one. I know we're buying one for our program. Um, you will not be disappointed. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you're looking to win more games in less time and you want to learn from someone that's done it, from someone who's got 30-plus years experience, um, not a college coach, not these guys that are just putting up websites, someone that's actually done it, come over and check out teachhoops.com. I will help you in this great journey we call coaching. All right, Coach Unplugged episode. I have no idea. Um, So Coach Mons, I'm going to have you introduce yourself. Here's what I do in all my podcasts. I'm going to have you introduce yourself, and then I'm going to have you kind of tell your basketball journey. Um, And then we'll, uh, you know, I got, I got a list of about 40 questions. We won't get through all of them tonight, but uh, we'll just go from there. So tell people, you know, you can, I'll, we'll get into how you and I met, but why don't you just kind of tell your basketball journey and kind of how that kind of, how that kind of felt. Well, coach, um, appreciate you having me on. Uh, my name's Jordan Montz. Um, I'm a native of Springfield, Massachusetts um, in Staten Island, New York. I am you know, a Regis College graduate, class of 2016. Um, I would have been going, you know, prior to COVID, I was in my fourth year of collegiate basketball coaching. Um, I spent two years as a graduate assistant coach 
at Bethany College in Bethany, West Virginia, um, where I was able to receive my master's in education. Um, Are you a certified teacher? Not certified. Um, you know, more of like kind of the administrative role, but I spent, you know, I learned how to become a coach. And while I was there, I figured out I was able to do what I love. Um, you know, and it's my biggest accomplishment. Having two degrees by the age of 24 is something I'm, I'm extremely proud of, um, especially growing up from Springfield, Massachusetts. You know, there's really not that many options. Um, a lot of kids kind of stay closer to home and, you know, they get their undergraduate degree and they end up back home. And, you know, being able to get a second degree, um, you know, in the span of six years is something I'm, I'm really proud of. Oh, you should um, be. You should be really proud of that. Did you grow up in, you grew up in Springfield? You didn't, you were born in, in New York or what? So I was uh, born in Springfield, uh, stayed there, um, you know, up until I was about 11. Uh, okay. My mom, who is, um, you know, battling uh, heart problems, she was born with a heart condition, um, got sick for a couple of years. Um, you know, I'm the oldest of three. My grandparents, who are my heart and soul, um, stepped up and took care of us. They moved us to Staten Island, New York um, for two years. Did so, you play, so the reason I asked, I'm sorry about your mom, but uh, the reason I asked was about um, hooping, in, hooping in New York is hooping in New York. So I, I like to say uh, my toughness um, comes from my two years spent, you know, two years spending hooping in New York. Um, you know, I, you know, being from Springfield, you're, it's the birthplace of basketball. Right. I, I'm, I'm a proud, I'm a proud standby of it. I argue with anybody. Um, you know, it's the birthplace. Right. Um, you know, in you know, it's, it's different when you're in New York, there's a hoop on, you know, at every park. Um, there's always somebody playing. There's always something you're going to do. Um, you know, like I said, I, I like to say I got my toughness, you know, my basketball mindset toughness from there. Um, you know, so I spent a couple of years, my mom, um, my mom got better and uh, we were able to move back home and I was able to spend um, my high school years there. Um, you know, it's weird. I'm, you know, the area code for Springfield is 413, but I've never had a 413 number. Uh, my number is, you know, from 907. It's like, oh, you're from New York. I'm like, oh, I spent some time there. Um, but I, I go back as much as I can. It worries. Um, I, I worry. You know, I, I have a bunch of I have a bunch of teachers members that are um, that are in, from New York City, and my brother has a place in New York City. I worry that kids are leaving New York. Like the good ones are leaving. They're going to prep schools. They're getting out of town. Do you it's, see that? You it's, think? I've noticed that. Um, you know, there's so there's just so many kids, so many, so many kids in the city that are that are trying to hoop and you know, all have the same goals. And it's like, you know, you kind of got to get, if you know, you kind of got to branch out and, and really, you know, if you're trying to make a name for yourself, um, I tell you what, thing. I'm, it's a branding thing. I'm super thankful for the fact that like, I was able to come home and spend my high school years in Springfield because I know I, I played varsity as a sophomore. I wasn't very good as a sophomore, but, right. um, you know, I was able to have an earlier start at, you know, that exposure. I was able to play AAU and, not get kind of sucked into a crowd, you know, that sometimes I feel like, you know, in the New York teams, like you, you play freshman JV and varsity, um, you know, and just, there's the bigger numbers in New York city. Um, right. But I was able to go, I went to cathedral high school. Um, what, what, what was cathedral high school um, class of 2012 um, first person in my family to go to college um, almost didn't get into anywhere, to be honest. Um, I didn't take school as seriously as I needed to. Um, I talk about, we talked about how, you know, to get into schools that, you know, drew and the schools that I was at before, it's like, they have all the, I'd kill for those grades. 
Oh, those, um, first of all, first of all, those kids are. I mean, Drew, Drew's a smart kid, but I, I, I tease him. You're, this is the funny part. I go, you understand that when you're gonna walk in the room when you get there, you ain't gonna be even close to the smartest person in that room anymore. And it's like he just. I mean, you're dealing with kids that are like they're all top of their class, and yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so I was able to to go off and, and play four years at Regis. Um, it used to be an all girls school and. Um, the program was kind of newer. Um, where is Regis? It's in uh, Western Massachusetts. It's the suburbs, really, okay. you know, between it's right outside Boston, probably 15 minute drive. And it worked out because my mom's hospital, my mom's heart doctors were right out, you know, right in the city of Boston. And, okay, you know, it was able to be close to it. I wasn't too far away from home, but it was far enough away where I could get away, you know, be an experience. And, you know, my best friends, um, you know, that I, I talk to on a daily basis are, are from there. And Boston, awesome. I'm telling you, Minneapolis, Boston, great city, great cities. I love Boston. My brother, there were rumors that the, uh, the Olympics were supposed to be in Boston, Boston bid for it. And I was like, I would love that. Cause it's, oh, it's not too far I where I can drive. And um, I, know. I know it's, it was supposed to be Chicago. I was hoping for Chicago. Boston is a uh, Boston's the thing about Boston, the difference between Boston and New York are both walking cities. Like mm -hmm. Chicago really isn't as much of a walking city. Like everything is kind of, you can get around Boston. New York is obviously, at least the grids help a little bit. And, and the and, only, only thing I struggled with uh, being out there is I'm a, I'm a Yankee fan. I'm a New York Giants fan. And, uh, and there is, uh, there is. I know I took know. Drew to a Boston. I don't know. He must've been 12 or 13. My brother had tickets. My brother lives on the East coast. He goes, Hey, I got tickets. You want to take Drew to the, the Yankees Boston game at Fenway. I go, Oh, there's nothing like it. What do I've you been mean? To a couple that there's Drew, nothing like Drew it. Drew didn't know when, when we were going down, he goes, what do you mean? I go, you understand. This is like, this isn't even, this is not like, this is, this is the closest we can get in Wisconsin is bears Packers. But I said, this is worse. People are screaming at each other during the game at Fenway. There's nothing. There's really nothing like it. And you know, I, I <laughs> unfortunately never had a chance to watch. I was, too young when the Giants beat the Pats twice so I didn't get to like hound my friends but I watched them I watched the Sox win the Pats win and I'm just like sitting there like kind of being tortured I never I you know my friends have never really got a chance to see me they've always loved to like give me give me a hard time about it oh, I don't know um, if you can see it I'm a Cubs fan so trust talk about punishment I don't know. <laughs> it's like it took us a long time to get over I was crying in the basement it was like are you kidding me oh my god um, so that's interesting because Drew looked at Vassar and Vassar still fights the girl. Like people still think Vassar's girls too. Mm -hmm. It's interesting how the girls schools have that. It's going to take like a generation for some of them yeah. to get past that. I think. I mean, like you know, I, I tried to help pitch Regis to anybody that was being recruited there. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a 70, 30 ratio. There's no football. There's no baseball. Basketball is the main sport. Right. You know, one of the main sports, um, it's right out, right outside the city where you're not dealing with the city struggles, but you know, it's, it's, I, I enjoyed my time there, um, on and off the court, my freshman well, where year. Where is it in relation to Trinity? So it's about, about an hour and a half, about okay. an hour and a half to Trinity. Okay. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's really the suburbs, you know, no, I didn't mean Trinity. Why did I say Trinity? I meant, um, um, the Tufts? which one's in Boston? Tufts. Which yeah, Tufts, Tufts is in Boston. That's what I meant. Um, how far is it? So how far is Regis and Tufts from each other? Driving distance, probably about thirty minutes. 
you hit traffic it's probably about a 45 hour drive um got to play them a couple times um got to play at the gym uh probably one of my favorite gyms in all of division three um not a huge fan of it after last year but um you know tremendous tremendous and 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 i talked to the i don't i think i was talking i don't know some i was talking to one of the coaches in the nasdaq and he was saying that they have graduate school so their kids can because of the pandemic we're doing this if you Mm -hmm. listen to this from five years from now whatever but their kids can actually take another year like they can go post-grad and stay and play again. I know a lot of, I know a couple of kids in the NESCAC programs have taken either gap years or they're going to take an extra year, figure it out. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're not that far from Tufts. Um, my freshman year, uh, we made it to the conference championship after starting 0 and 11. Um, you know, sophomore year, we, I, I, I feel like I improved as a player every year. Um, I was more of a defensive specialist when I got to college. Um, you know, and improved my shooting, improved my game, worked really hard, um, got access to a gym in the summertime. So like that was a huge plus my junior year um, went on to win. It was just the, the one time I beat Tufts. Uh, I think it was like my one NESCAC win um, in my my four uh, my four years. Um, we ended up winning the conference championship for the first time in school history. Um, first NCAA tournament berth. Um, I was fortunate enough to get tournament MVP, um, knocked down the game winning free throws towards the end of the, you know, and um, really kind of cemented my legacy there. Um, forever grateful for my time there. Um, my senior year got hit with a concussion, so I, I didn't play as much. Um, struggled um, this the disease of more. You know, to be honest, um, looking back at it now that I'm a coach, I'm like, yeah, you know, I apologized to my head coach in college at my first year out. I'm like, I'm so sorry for how I acted. And um, but overall, it was a tremendous time. Um, and right after our season ended, my coach called me I was on break uh, spring break at Myrtle Beach and he's like you're interested in coaching um and I said yeah like I'm, I'm not really sure what I wanted to do and he's like well my brother at Bethany um is looking for an assistant you know grad program I'm like yeah absolutely um we put in touch I flew down I flew to Pittsburgh it's Bethany's about an hour away from Pittsburgh and um you know had a chance to uh meet with him uh, play with the team actually, which was, I was still in my, still in shape. So I was able to, uh, still in playing shape. So I was able to kind of, you know, hold my own. I felt like that helped with my interview. I feel like if, when I become a head coach, I think that's going to be like a, if I, if I have a young guy come, I'm like, all right, you're going to have to play against my guys. Hey everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Um, I'd like to give a big shout out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. They, they allow us to keep these podcasts moving and chugging and, uh, allow us to pay the bills. Um, so it's one way that you can give back. If you love these podcasts, come over and join for a couple of months, the 14 day free trial, kick the tires around. And we've got lots of great new things going up on a daily basis. We would love if you subscribe and like, um, wherever you, you do that, Apple, Spotify, um, and then go over and check out our other two podcasts, uh, high school hoops and teacher side gate. I think you'll love them. All right, let's head back to the podcast. Let's right. How- yeah, Cause it's like, it's like, uh, yeah. I, the thing about the thing about the growth that happens in college, like, I'm convinced, like you were talking about your senior year and the more, but, but the, the growth as a human being, those four years are so important um, that I think all of us go through that. All of us go through that kind of growth, the transformation. Um, so that, that was, I mean, again, talk about connections, what we were talking about earlier and another thing is, you know, just the right person, a connection here, something, a door opens. Um, and then what and- happened after that? So after, you know, started, I moved out to West Virginia. It was about 10 hour, 
10 hour drive from where I was from and complete culture change, culture shock. Um, I'm talking Bethany was, you know, the smallest of small towns and I've never been out to Wisconsin. I don't really sure, but you know, there were no stoplights. There was no gas station. Oh yeah. Everything, you get to everything. Northern Wisconsin. It's like Northern Minnesota, not, not Minneapolis, but Northern Minnesota. There's places that, and I'll, I'm going to tick off people who live in Wisconsin, but I don't care. There's probably more bars and churches than anything else in some of these. <laughs> not kidding. Um, not kidding. <laughs> so when I moved out there, uh, I was still, still really young, you know, I was 22 years old. Um, not really sure what I wanted to do. I was taking advantage of the fact that it was a free masters and, um, you know, I, it, it grew, I had to grow up a lot. Um, you know, the sacrifices that coaches make, especially at the division three level is, you know, different than any other program. And I've, I've, I haven't been, you know, at other divisions yet. Um, but the division three assistant coach does it all. And oh, it you know, I, everything you, that it's probably like being a high school coach in some respects, like you're sweeping the floor, you're driving the bus. You're like, I mean, it's just about everything. Yeah, I know. I hear you. And they're and not I, paid I, for it either. It's like, oh yeah. It's like you know, a vow of poverty to be a division three assistant. Yeah. You know, and I was, I was very fortunate, um, you know, and you know, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I struggled my first year. Um, not necessarily if I wanted to, st if this was, you know, my thing, college coaching. Um, I spent some time at camps, uh, the summer, the second summer or the, the, um, the summer in between my two years. And I fell in love with it. I fell in love with recruiting. I fell in love with the game. I learned a lot. Um, I played a lot of basketball. I, I watched a lot of basketball. Um, and I came back with a different mindset. And in my second year, um, we were able to make the reach the conference championship. Um, lost to Thomas Moore, which is now NAIA school, um, you know, by five, uh, made the ECAC tournament, which is kind of like the NIT for division three, uh, back to back years. And, um, after I graduated, I would, you know, I, I want, I knew that's what I wanted to do. I loved what I did. I loved spending time on the court. I mean, I got to, basketball was my job. It wasn't professional, but it wasn't playing, but it was, it was the closest thing I can get. It's a and, good gig. It's a good gig. Coaching for a living is a good gig. Um, it's, uh, you know, I, 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 something you mentioned kind of resonated with me is like when you, when I, cause I was like 21, 22 and I graduated from college and I got my, and I was like a freshman coach, but whatever. But then I got my, I'm literally teaching kids that I'm four years older than like I'm 22 and I'm teaching seniors who are 18. Like it's a very fine line that you're walking there. That's, there was that was a struggle. You gotta, it's like you, I'm a I'm like a grown up. I'm putting a tie on. I'm teaching you, and you're <laughs> and 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 you know nine months ago I was at the frat, you know, drinking beer with my buddies. You know, it's like it's this whole I, uh, mentality. Yeah, I had to definitely watch what I said. You know, I had to kind of block out certain things they were talking about, like after games, after big wins. They're, they're talking about what they're doing. I'm like, if I was you know, I definitely, you know, if I was your age, if I was, if we were friends outside of this relationship and I'm, and I'm, and I'm thankful that I kept it because now I'm in, I have friendships with certain players that I used to coach that I will forever be grateful for that. I'm, you know, we call each other, like we talk, you know, we talk with families and um, you know, when I got there, I was, there was a guy older than me. We graduated the same year in high school. I'm like, this is just so weird. Like trying to tell him. And it was more of me kind of like, I really was staying into the background and I wanted to do more and I wanted to implement more, but, you know, everything was a learning process. Um, and I'm thankful for, you know, my college coach, Nate Hager, my first boss, Nick Hager, um, for really kind of showing me, you know, what, you know, what it takes to be a college coach. And, um, 
that summer I, I was felt like a free agent. I was just working camps just to work camps and trying to find a job. And, you know, I like, you know, we talked about the final four and people um, I don't understand working camps too. It's like you, you'd make more working at the convenience store down the street than you do working at camp sometimes. And it's like 18 hour days, unless it's changed since when I did it, it's no, like, it's- yeah, especially the sleepover ones, the other ones, you know, some of the other ones aren't as bad, but if it's like, it's like a four or five day sleepover one, it's like, like you're on, you're on call. You get like six hours sleep. Like I like, yeah, <laughs> I, um, I just would spend, you know, I'd have a bag with like, you know, the sheets and blanket that I'd use. I'd make sure that my laundry was done every time and, you know, hopped in my car and, and went back to camp. And I think probably spent half the check that I got from working the camp on, gas food for the following week right. um and it's a it's a commitment but the amount of kids that i saw and the amount of coaches that i've met i'm i'm in a, a group chat um on snapchat with a group of coaches um that i'm friends with for life just because of our time spent at camp we got we got a chance you know there are a couple of nights we get to play pickup and like say what playing pickup as a player then if you play with coaches pickup they're just so much smarter and it's just the amount of talent the amount of knowledge that you're playing is just unbelievable. It's, so it's my the, favorite. Is, type. Are the discussions after the kids are in bed as good as they used to be? Cause that's where I learned a lot of the game. Like they every- definitely are um, a lot of, you know, sometimes depending on the camp, it's, you know, it's talking about oh, who's getting this job, who's getting this job. You know, I heard, you know, a lot of it's talking about, Oh, I, you know, this is what we have to deal with, you know, but a lot of it's like, you know, picking each other's brains, listening to stories, um, we have our, recru- we have our favorite recruiting stories, which like, you know, everyone has their fair share amount that, um, you know, I feel like I could write a book about just, just from what I experienced, but it's like, right. I've been able to travel, you know, to 11 different States, you know, in the span of four years, like, I don't know how many people are able to do that. And I get to like, they're like, Oh, that's so much traveling. I get to watch basketball. I go and watch high school games. Right. Um, you know, and after, much after my time on the East coast and it is on the West coast, let me tell you, the States are much bigger. They... Well, it's, <laughs> it's funny. Cause it's funny you say that because Bethany is close to Pittsburgh and Western Pennsylvania. So like two hours in, you know, Western Pennsylvania, maybe gets you from one County to like two more counties. Right. You know, it's the bigger States, Ohio, Kentucky, all Indiana, all of that. Two hours in new England gets you from, you know, you One go state. from Maine to Rhode Island. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? It's like try driving. Someday you got to. I would recommend this. I recommend it to all my kids. Is at some point you just got to drive across the country, like I was telling you, Drew did. But start on one side of Texas. You'll sit there and you'll go. When are we getting out of this state? If you do it, if you go from if you go from east to west in Texas, oh my goodness! It's the same with Montana. It's like these states are, depending on what California is yeah. the same way. If you go north south, it's like you start San Diego and drive to Northern California, they're like different worlds. Like it could be three countries. Like I know. So that that travel has definitely been, you know, fortunate. But with that travel, especially being like, you know, like I said, a free agent, um, I was able to connect with uh, um, head coach Dan Engelstad, who's the head coach at Mount St. Mary's. Um, he was the coach at Southern Vermont who, which was a school in our conference. And we played them three years in a row in the playoffs, knocked them off in the conference championship. So we had a, a pretty, we had a different relationship, but he put me in touch with Ryan Kane, who was the head coach at Keene state and um, buddy of mine, who is the greatest player to ever come out of there. Ty Nichols was there. So I had kind of had a relationship. I knew of Keene state. They had success. They went to the elite eight um, 
two years prior to when I got there. Um, so I, I was, I kind of jumped on, I kind of got on at a really good time. We we're able to win the, the tournament, the regular season title and the tournament title. Um, the first time they've won the regular season title since 2006, um, ended up traveling to Hamilton. Um, we okay. had to play that. We had to play it there twice. Um, you know, and it was like, uh, the kids were complaining about four hours. I'm like, Oh, that's nothing. I've did that. I've done that one way. I've done that one way. I I interviewed some high school coaches in Alaska. Don't let them complain about four hours. There's high school teams in Alaska that plane train and automobile and then snowmobile to get to games. Literally like it's crazy. So don't let them complain about four hours. That's nothing. Yeah. (laughs) I told, I tell everybody I live for, I live for uh, the new job I got um, at St. Mark's prep. Um, I actually start this week. It's an hour away. And I was like, tell my friends, I'm like, oh, it's nothing. I can come home anytime I want. <laughs> um, but uh, so had success at, at Keene and um, it was a part-time position. I mean, you know, you know, coach, you know how it is. It's part, it's part-time pay, full-time work. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't, I wanted to pursue a, a full-time job where coaching was my only priority. I was working two, two other jobs. Um, my grandfather who, who passed away that year, um, who's my hero was like, you know, you need to get a full-time job. And that's something, you know, and he's adamant on, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And that is um, true. That is true. And I, that was something I pursued. And I talked to coach Kane about it. Um, I met Tyler Ackley, who, uh, is the assistant, the head assistant at Colby at a, um, uh, it was, it was at a recruiting event and his buddy, uh, who was also my friend, Felix Abongo, who's the assistant at Bowdoin. Um, we were kind of talking. I jumped in kind of the conversation with Tyler. I knew that they were looking for an assistant. I wasn't necessarily like talking to him to like, hey, I need it. But we were just all kind of talking and talking about their success and talking about how like when I was at Keene State, us and Colby were battling out of the regional rankings. And right. I had one experience playing against Colby as a player. So like I didn't necessarily have the greatest things to say about Colby. At the time, I was like, oh, we, you guys beat us on a buzzer. You guys got lucky. Like, so like, but I was like, where's this Colby group coming from? Like, they're never, like, you never hear of them in the NESCAC, but it was kind of Tyler was walking out and like, hey man, like, I know you guys are looking for an assistant. I don't necessarily know like what you guys are looking for. Can I get your number and maybe get in contact with you? And that's how we got talking. And I'm super thankful for Tyler um, because he put in the good word for, you know, coach Strayhorn and, um, you know, like a week later, he's like, Hey, are you going to submit your application? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm working on it now. So one thing led to another, um, I was talking to coach Kane about how, you know, I went up for an interview, um, went up to Colby and, you know, it was a four hour drive. It was, you know, it was a three and a half hour drive from New Hampshire to Maine. And, you know, it was, it was a long trip, but I thought it was a pretty successful trip. And, um, I, uh, you know, was going on vacation, um, down to Richmond, my, uh, one of my best friends, Erica Snow, who we met at Bethany, is now the director of basketball operations on the women's side at VCU. Okay. And I was going down to see her, hang out with her for you know the you know a couple of days. Um, I got a call that my grandfather was went into cardiac arrest, and um, you know it's a little tough talking about, but I turned back around the next day. I, I got I caught a flight, um, flight to New Jersey, and I got a I, I had a voice message from Coach Strayhorn, and he's like, you know give me a call when you get a chance. I called them back. I'm, I'm in the airport. You know, my grandfather's kind of on his deathbed and I'm like, kind of like panicking. So like, I was kind of hoping for good news. Right. Which, you know, coach Strayhorn <laughs> called me and was like, you know, we want to offer you the position. And I like, I'm like, I'm like almost bawling in the, in the airport. I'm right. calling 
you know, I'm, I'm calling coach Kane. I'm crying. I'm, you know, it's the best news I've gotten in a while. I was able to tell that news to my grandfather on his deathbed and his last kind of day of consciousness. And it's, you know, other than getting my master's. Oh, good. You got, you got to see him before. Oh, that's awesome. Cause there's nothing worse so, than if you don't get to see him. Yeah. So like telling him that, you know, I got a full-time job, um, you know, what, what meant everything to me and telling right. him that I'm doing a full-time job, something that I love really meant everything to me. And, um, you know, I, it's, you know, how like we, luckily I was able to, you know, I mourned, um, but I did what, you know, he did and he worked, um, at, uh, youth consultation services out of Newark, New Jersey for the, the past 45 years, the CEO of that company. Um, I did what he did and got right to work. I flew right. to, I flew to Pittsburgh, um, went to the Pitt Jam Fest and got recruiting for Colby. And, you know, it's, uh, I got, you know, it's probably my favorite year of coaching. Um, you guys and, had a great uh, season. Did you beat, did you beat Bates in like triple overtime or something? So we beat Bates in triple overtime. It was the first playoff win in coach Strayhorn's. It was the first playoff win in not in coach Strayhorn, but in the entire program's history. It was the first championship weekend um, okay. that Colby's ever got to experience. And we were top five in the country. We, you know, led the country. you know, we were top five and top or top three in country and, and three porters made. Um, it yeah, was a lot of fun. Oh, well, I know. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like. Um, we love those. Um, and send me an email, steve at teachhoops.com. Tell me what you want to hear in the future. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.